Wife comes second. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Characters from uh, pro wrestling uh, include Fighter Hayabusa, uh, Giant Panther, Great Puma, Kin Corn Karn, Starman, King Slender, and the Amazon. Oh, King Corn Karn. King King Slender? Is that a real name? Slender. He's fucking crying. Oh, Slender. I'm an idiot. King Corn Karn. Now look. Right now, you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast. Let the underscore podcast. I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the fuck up. John, 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 John. Matt. Oh, my gosh. I admire admire your garlic salt. Tweet us. Snap us. Matt. The underscore podcastle. No. Two people doing this podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, oh my gosh. shameless shout out to Tarzana Liquor and Spirits for the free yeah. box of, uh, they're big fans of the show and they saw we liked their stuff on Instagram. They gave us a free bottle of, uh, Walking Dead wine. Oh my gosh. Some booze tonight. Compliments of, uh, Tarzana. Shut the fuck up. Spirit World. Spirits and Liquor. Nothing but the finest. They're on Burbank and Reseda and Tarzana. Great, great prices, great store, great people. And they have a uh, crucifix and a, a Jesus and Mary painting hanging up, which I think is great that the guy's just like, we're Catholic. We're putting this in the store because they don't care. No, it's great. So it's, that's cool. It's like not a <clears> – is it like It's not a, a corporate weasel. Right, weasel. yeah, right. It's, a, it's, it's not like BevMo where they're like, I need to see your service. ID. Right. Sir, I'm 89 on dialysis and in a wheelchair. I, I sure I'm over 21. Identification, oh my gosh. sir. And I'm going to scan it. Oh, my gosh. Stand over there. Scanned it. We got a lot to talk about. We got some beef to digest. Dick me! Uh, some, some, some film, cinematic, television beef to digest. And uh, some theories to, to dick upon. And John, I've been listening to the last show a lot, the one with you, myself, and Biscocho for uh, we talked about Starman and wrestling. And yeah, it was a perfect potpourri of, of, of prickly proportions. And I feel like uh, the the downloads are just skyrocketing on that one. I think you really hit a, hit a dick. Yeah, that one hit um, a little niche there because. It was cool at the like end of the first half and the first half of the second half. We talked about wrestling, like a subject jumped segments. Um, yeah, so right. that Ping was kind of and it was funny and and sports with John was great. And then Biz's thing about the um, that weird game yes. was hilarious too. Kumsay, Kumsay. Yeah, Earthbound. Did you I guess have, that's like a thing? Did you um, end up playing it? No. 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 And I and I will. I just I haven't had like the the time to really sit down and and uh, and like fire it up. I asked you care about it, and he's like, "Ah, oh, that game will suck you in. Don't do it." And he was out oh, about really? not playing it. And I'm like, "No, nah, I want to try it." He's like, "No." Nope. Did you It'll care? Suck you in. Well, you talk to people randomly. That's how you get the clues. You know, gamer has warned you of the addiction that this weird game is, and. Even as Biz was explaining it, it sounded like a cool TV show, but it was a video game, like very Mr. You needed to get clues from hookers and 
you know, ladies right. of the night. So it it sounded yeah. interesting. Victims of the dark. Yeah. It was it was wild. And speaking of the last show, we were supposed to have Keith Carlson on and he reached out to me. Apparently he was like deathly ill last week oh. with like the flu or something. And he's like, I'm so sorry I was in bed for like four oh days gosh. and I said, I'm just glad you, I'm just glad I didn't see you on the news. Like take it out oh my like gosh. a mall or something. No, no, I didn't I didn't say that, but I'm glad shot. he I was happy that I never was so happy that someone was just sick. Right. You know, yeah. he wasn't off the grid. I, uh, well, I mean, we mentioned his name like 10 times in the last episode. So, you know, yeah, he's got to like get on. some attention. Um, get some... I, I mentioned to you, oh, do you want to do the, uh, the fine recap from last show and what the grand totals are now? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's find it up. By the way, listeners, we have a running, uh, total here for fines if we apologize on the air where we shouldn't which is all the time there is a fine of one dollar i believe yeah. uh incremented towards that person and here are the fines uh the tallies of what we owe and they will go to a charity of the other person's choice at the end of the year the end of the year right yeah it's a it's a fine for saying sorry even if you don't say the sorry. sorry it's kind of like apologizing in any way because well, I can't tell you that. Otherwise, you do your own podcast. Uh, the totals are. <laughs> and Facebook about it. Now, it's interesting because on the last show, I had more fines, but nobody caught me. Nobody fined me, so I got away with it. Yeah, there's no checks and balances. We need a watchdog. And we you... need a guy named Larry in the corner that's like, a fine on punches hence yeah. tariff. Well, see, that's the the fun of it. It's an ongoing forever game, and sometimes you just don't catch it. You just have to remember. And Biscardi apologized, but he didn't say, I'm sorry. He kind of said, I don't mean to digress. Kumse, kumse! Or he also said, um, he said something I wanted to smack him. Oh, yeah. He said, that's this, right. isn't, this isn't terribly interesting. Kumse, kumse! That's... Uh, that's, that's a the fine. Same thing. It's the same thing. So I gave him uh, a fine for what were like two half fines. Uh, that's a fine. So Biscardi's at four. I'm at four. Clark. I'm at eight. I'm definitely at like ten. <laughs> Last week you were at thirteen. I'm getting I'm getting wood if I'm above fifteen. Some charities get that check. I'm at fifteen, aren't I? That scribble scrabble. Sixteen bucks. What an apologist. What a what what a nonconform what a what a what a feminist. And you're the host. What a reparationist. You have to have the biggest like ego of the group. Dick me! That's terrible. That's awful. But, hey, what does it say in the Dewey Laws if you listen back and catch a sorry? Does it have to be live? Thank God. I I Thank apologized God. a couple times on the last show, but you and Biz didn't catch it. Uh, obviously, okay, so it's kind of my a lot. idea, so you guys need to, like, remember every show. I was a statue to, of limitation. I wanted to discuss a theory with you, but then I got fucking oh, yeah. sidetracked, man, right before you called on Skype with this Our Planet Facebook page. Hmm. And I don't want to get down and everything, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, and why eating mass-produced meat is terrible. Uh, it has nothing to do with your body's health what it's doing is we're making all these cows at a, at a, a rate that's not natural so we're also creating a shitload 
of shit. Oh my gosh. I've heard that. Like their farts are like the worst thing for the planet. And they're shit. We dumped oh my it gosh. in water and now those these oh, areas oh, in the Gulf of Mexico oh. are called dead zones. Fish can't even breathe the ocean water because of the poop we're making. Is it oh my gosh. simple enough for you then? Now? Yeah. Isn't that pretty simple? That's very simple. I watched Letterman's interview with Jay-Z, and this is what Letterman does when he's real serious. Can't wait to watch that. It's really, really good. Uh, but, dude. Yeah, he talks about Eminem. Oh, I missed that part. Uh, our planet. This is a Facebook page of an uh, organization. One of my friends kind of commented saying, like, this is scary, and I watched, like, two minutes of it, and they showed that. And I was like, dude, that's, uh -huh. like, enough. That's a two-minute video. Any idiot in the classroom can understand that. Oh, my gosh. But of Dick course, me. you have a hundred idiots that are like, "Not true, right. fake news, left." I did hear about that, not to that degree. That's scary. But I, I know there's like left liberal, I, lip libtard. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a problem with that that bio, uh, that, you know, byproduct of waste that that they're doing. I kept hearing about these dead zones, and I, at first I was like, "Yeah, okay," and they keep popping up. It's not – I don't think it's pretend. Yeah, no. Where there's smoke, there's, there's dicks, and there's chances are it's not. We should earmark that and have our friend from yeah. Ocean Conservancy come back on because she – you know, the Ocean Queen. I can't think of her name. Aaron? Corey Wright. No, uh, Corey Wright. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I think she's married now. Her name's probably like Corey, Corey Hagfish or something. She probably took the last name of a fish. Corey Chromis Chromis. Chromis Chromis Chromis. Yeah, that's scary though. That is sad to think what we're doing with our to our planet because if you look at how many people are here, we have to feed this many people cheaply. I mean, not everybody's going to Whole Foods and getting organic beef. Nobody. They need processed Taco Bell, and that shit comes from somewhere. Nobody. And it's not the sky. Not everyone's growing the their you know food in their backyard. Not everyone right. has a green dick, or I mean thumb. A green thumb. <laughs> Everyone has a green penis. <laughs> the green thumb logo, by the way, from the '80s, did look like a penis. Oh, I mean, yeah. it really did. It, oh, you're, yeah. it, like that's a green dick on a on a. I mean, I think they got rid of it soon because, like, you can't. It was. What was like, that? What was that company? The Green Thumb. I never yeah. know anyone that like called them. Green hey, the Green thumb. Thumb's coming over. And it was yeah. just like a, a green dick. It was like what once was a a limp, soft, flaccid peach thumb was an erect green thumb. It was erect. By wow. the way, don't let me forget, baseball card roulette later with Sports with John. Oh, yes. All right. Um, I just didn't want to forget that because we talked about it for two shows and it never happened. But yeah, the green the green dick um, is happening. So what do we have going on? There's a, a rebuttal and a review and a retard in the show. His name's Clark. I oh, my gosh. Biscardi actually has five. I just I, I wrote one down in pen and I didn't see it when I was marking them. Uh, he has five. You have to have like one. I have four. Oh, oh self-governing man, self-governing man. But uh, never been called out on it. No, that's true. But I I changed the rule because I tried to catch you in the thread for saying sorry, and you were like, "No, in the Dewey laws." Uh, yeah, Dewey laws. You can say sorry in text. It just can't be on the air. I, I I I second that that motion of of the Gilliels of the Luzactos. But, but before I uh, 
stumbled upon our planet shitting itself to death. Uh, I came, I came to a theory, um, about this show. Uh, it would be, I mean, it would be bad, but it would also be amazing. Uh, I'm fearing that we are going to be like, Oh my gosh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Monet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Paul Feck. You know, artists appreciated way after their time. Like, think about it. Oh, like no. 60 years from now, someone just stumbles upon our show and there's over 300 episodes, more than that. And they listen mm. to it and it becomes huge and it just like takes over the whole country. It's like the most popular thing in the world. But... It's mainly we're because it was made like 50, 60 years ago and we're dead. Right. Except like one of those, like a lost, years. like a lost tape from like the Beatles or something that like it came out and they discovered, but well, I guess that wouldn't apply. It would be, yeah, it would be like a Van Gogh. Yeah. Like, like a one of those painters who didn't do anything when they were alive, but then now they're regarded as like the top five of all time in their genre. But we need money now. No, that's, that would, that's worst case scenario right. at the least. You'd be remiss if you didn't bring it up, though. I just thought of it. It just popped in my head. I was like... I, I like that idea. I mean, I I can understand that because someone could stumble upon our shows. And I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased, but you just go back to like 2015, November. You just pick a random show. Uh-huh. You listen to it. It's filled with like little gems that are yeah. that are still funny, you know? Yeah. The carryover from one to another. And <clears throat> every episode gets better than the one that's before it. Uh, and... It's an we're, evolution. We're doing this on absolutely no production at all. And right. I think, like, you know, Van Gogh was you know, called a madman. Definitely. But now he's a genius. Yeah, I think creativity, creative, creative genius and brilliance always borders on insanity. Yeah. You know, creativity borders on insanity. The more creative you are, the more likely there's an insane side to you. That's true for myself. I know in a lot of ways, um, you know, I'm a pretty creative guy, as are you, writing things and coming up with stuff. But you also have some weird, you know, things you'll do, like dress up like a woman and run. Wait, no. Did I say that out loud? Are we live? No. But you do weird things. Like, you know, there's bathroom pranks and stuff like that. I spit at a car today because I was. They were driving too close to me. I was listening to Eminem. I was amped up. Like stuff you shouldn't do. White angst. Yeah, white angst. I, Hashtag uh, white angst. Dude, I agree. It's like, um, in order to to go to those pretty funny places, by accident you're gonna go to borderline scary places. You know, yeah, absolutely. You're not gonna hit every single one in the bullseye. Sometimes no. you're going to throw a dart into a person that was standing by. Yeah, by that, <laughs> with a tramp stamp on that you thought was a bullseye and then you're professing charges. I think like with ADHD and creativity and all that in our world, the good times are better, the bad times are worse. Like when we're when we're down, at least speaking for myself, I'm sure you can agree, and Biscard too, when you're down and you're out of the, the zone, you're really like out of the zone. You can't concentrate. You're operating at like 20%. You can't keep up. But when you're on... And you're at like a party, and you, I mean, no one can touch you. You're unstoppable. Yeah. They, they, they don't have a chance of 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 fitting this shark or 
you know, hassing that jur. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> it's, but you know what I mean? It, it, it's better. With good times, you're, you're more like alive. When you get diagnosed with this shit really early, you almost get to like learn it internally. You know, you're constantly like conscious of it. So you're kind of like analyzing yourself and you, you know. Yeah, right. And it's almost like ADD uh, or more like comedian types. You pick out patterns. That's just all comedians do. They pick out patterns and they match them and they're ironic. Uh, I mean, it's deeper than that. But patterns is everything. Right. And it's almost like we can catch a pattern in ourself faster and we're like more aware of it than someone else not recognizing their own weird pattern. Oh, good call. If that makes That's any so kind true. Of sense. No, I completely agree with you, brother. That's like mm. how it is. You kind of figure out the pattern and the little idiosyncrasies to navigate early on and you like use them like uh, as a strength. And almost you know? like you tell people about it, so it's there's no like there's no smoke and mirrors. You're just like, "Yeah, I can't really uh, hang out with anybody longer than like 4 days or else, you know, I have to move yeah i can't do this unless, unless we're married i can't hang out yeah. more than four days or i'm gonna to start to cut myself yeah just so i can get oh out of there and go to the er and and even though i'm gonna do that even though after four days hanging out with you i may go purchase a gun come back and shoot you with it but at least yeah, i'm gonna tell you doing. that that will happen i'm telling you i'm being honest yeah i'm, I'm oh transparent gosh. here i could buy a crossbow and shoot you in the leg and then in the arm and then you know, yeah, gangrene would set in. Poker in your butt. Yeah, and that that's a possibility. All right, well, you know, I should probably go get my uh, my plane tickets now. Yeah, you probably should. Out of town guest. By the way, out of town guest, you have uh, Agnew and and um, who's your other buddy from the? I met him at the wedding. Nice guy. Kevin in Texas. He either they're in town. Are they in town for like the same reason, or is it just coincidence? You have two buddies in town. It's just coincidence, and it's crazy because like two weeks ago, McShay was in town. It's like my groomsmen are all like because of work rotating through Florida year Jen, round. Jen, pull over here. This is paper bark. Yeah, you're about to get another one. Oh my gosh. I hope you like pets. How much do you love that my uh, street is named paper bark? I can't really fully express how much I love it because I love it too much. If it were like, you know, you know, Jefferson Avenue or, Ooh. you know, Windy Lane or something, I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty. But paperbark, it's almost like paperback writer yes. by the Beatles, which yes. I love. But, yes. but paperbark paper is writer. like paperbark writer. But it's paperbark. Like it sounds, it sounds very like Game of Thrones or yeah. Sword in the Stoneish, you know. Yeah. And the, a will, you know. And the neighborhood is Greystone. Oh, I love it. Go past the Greystone. Remove the third tree of paper bark and where the story is the child who turned to gravy. Where the elves? Come back to Greystone. By the way, John has a, an illustrious illuminated map in his office in the studio, in Sister Linda Jean's studio, uh, Studio B. And every time his computer flickers, it lights in the back, kind of like a oh, it's the guy TV. ready to take over the world. Like every few seconds, you see like Afghanistan, Russia. Like John's conquering these places. You know what I really wish now that I, I had uh, on this wall, the Better Call Saul wallpaper of the Constitution or the Declaration. I think it's the Constitution. I can't oh, remember. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and Breaking Bad, you know, his, the wallpaper yeah. is We the People. 
It's amazing. Oh, it's so classy and cool. What is that? The, it's the um, Declaration of Independence. The yeah, it's a declaration. But it's, no, it's the Constitution. I would go through and like cross make changes. Yeah, I'd make little notes like a pen, of, of, like a red of the pen. the Bill of Rights, the amendments. Yeah, number two, upgrade. the barrel. So we're gonna just fix it. We're gonna mend this. Need to upgrade. Need to upgrade. I'm writing it down. Oh, that would be a do show. Over to, 19 shows. Oh, we would have. That would be so so great. We would have such a riff with Biscardi in that because I think I think 99% of those you and I would probably leave alone, but change like three or four. Yeah. And the three or four, I'm sure Biscardi would be like, nope, not Kumse, at all. You know? Yeah. But we would rule him two thirds. Kumse, oh, Kumse. Right. There'd be no dick squashing going on there with that. What? Dick me. Johannes Pierre Surratt. He was also appreciated after his time. Oh, quite the um, Philadelphia Modern Museum of Art going on here. Oh, regular Momo. Oh, the Guggenheim. I have a uh, curveball here for you if you want to take oh. it. Seven things every man should have. Ooh. Should know how to do. Sorry. Sweetie, get the hot dog rolls out because John's cooking up some paprika and ginger in this bitch. Hot dogs. Summertime, oh, my gosh. Summertime, summertime, I'm summertime, about uh, two weeks away from being approved for medical marijuana. Just, oh, uh, just man. Just FYI to everybody. Congratulations. Um, hopefully. I don't want to count my chickens. <laughs> you don't want to count your eggs. Pretty sure the state would rather my money than the drug dealers getting it. Uh, seven things yeah, right. that every man should know how to do. Ooh. Now, there's an A and a B like side this. to this list. Oh, comprehensive. Number one. <laughs> Stupid. Whistle with your fingers. Can you do it? No, I oh don't even gosh. know what that is. Like this. I can whistle. Like, hold your finger. <laughs> nope. Nope. Can't do it. I never knew why I would want to do it. Uh, it seemed a bit showy to me, but I can... Even with the humidity uh, down here, I can still whistle. I'd rather a nice Ooh, cold. It's a strong crisp. set of pipes. A strong set of organ pipes in there. Don't you think in your vestibule? Don't you think anyone who's funny can whistle? Like they figure out how to because it's just something I learned you how to need. I learned how to whistle from watching Bill Cosby. I could not watch Bill. Uh, I could not whistle, and I was watching his comedy special when I was homesick one day from school. And he was like, "No, you're in the, you're in the, you know, the delivery room." And he's like, <laughs> and I started mimicking Bill Cosby. He, he ain't whistling Dixie this week. He's back on trial. But I learned from him. Still can't blow a bubble gum bubble, but I can I can whistle. Oh. But not with the hands. I feel like that's a showy show of emotion. Number two, you should mm. be able to read a map. Yes. Number three, open a bottle without an opener. Nope. Can't do it. Really? I could do it with a, a lighter. Uh, well, is that what they need? It says without okay. an opener. Ooh, I, oh, can... I thought they meant like with your teeth or something. I'm not. I'm not touching that ginger. Oh, you know that's what? not even ginger. That's kerosene. Kerosene of, of bad will. My buddy can open it with his wedding ring. He's <clears throat> kind of like hooks it. Oh. Uh, I tried it and I thought my ring finger broke off. Yeah, I don't know if I'd try that. I like this list. 
Number it's four. A good list. Number four. The the B list is is better. Um, number four, grill with charcoal. Cook with charcoal. Yeah. Um, Tastes better too. Yeah, true. Number five, shine your own shoes. Number six, tie a tie. Yeah. And number seven, break down a door. You mean like with your feet? Just break it down. You can slam your shoulder into it. You can give it a Shawn yeah. Michaels chin music. That's easy. Heartbreak kid. Switch I don't know music. how many situations I'd be breaking down a door though. Get out of here. You better have dinner ready tomorrow time. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure this list was made before the doors of today were made, where if you try to break it down, you will break bones. You're going to dislocate a shoulder. Yeah, right. And this, this list, list was also made by Charlie Manson in the 60s. Learn how to break down a door and open box. This was made by Grizzly Adams, this list. So here's this was one, made by Bob when the electricity goes out. Here's one that was made by someone slightly younger than Grizzly Adams. Oh my gosh. Number it's one, tight. just regular old whistle. There you go. We established we could do that. Okay. Number two, snap someone with a towel. Ooh. I like that high point, Ginger. <laughs> oh, Mr. Kennedy, when he walks over and his dong hanging down to his knee, oh, and he lifts gosh. his leg on the bench and just wants to talk to you about, like, you know, church. It was like a windsock. Last week's sermon. It was a windsock. Mr. Kennedy, you said. Mr. Kennedy. It was a windsock. You hang it over the, yeah. the lawn chair. A tube sock. <laughs> a tube sock. And you'd see it. And you're like, wow, that is, a, that is an eggplant parmesan that was left in the rain. <laughs> During basketball. Yeah, what is that? To talk about church. Yeah, Son? or like the homily. Yep. You know, we bring the up side. the homily. How about Monsignor homily list uh, Saturday at ten? Oh, it was great. It was, I don't... <laughs> Did he bring up the homily though? All the time. I kind of, I kind of like that though. Like it he remembered gag. it. I think he was just fucking with me. He would bring up the homily every time I saw him, and his penis was touching the floor. Was, was that true? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know it hung I out a lot. But I didn't know. Wow. His Huge. Was... I think it had a face. It looked at me. I said, Huge. hey, what's uh, Aaron doing down there between your legs? <laughs> yeah, have you started putting away college tuition funds for that that beast of burden that's now <laughs> dribbling over the, the wet cement? <laughs> that, that needs a kiddie pool in there. It's warm. Oh, the, the water's overflowing now because you stuck it in. Massive. Not, not always a great thing, having a bigger dick, too. Really. A big one, yeah, but an oversized one, you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. You got to tuck that disc herniator. There's no gentleman's tuck. That's the Ringling Brothers tuck. It's a circus act. <laughs> the gentleman's tuck. Uh, he is no I gentleman. Did... He is no gentleman, I'll tell you what. No gentleman. The gentleman does not stand there with his penis bare to another gentleman. Oh no, gosh. that is not gentlemanlike. That certainly isn't turn of the century barber style chatter banter. Tuck. I love the gentleman's tuck. Number three on side B. Swallow pills without water. Can you do mm. this? I can do it if it's like one. After two, uh, I'm, I, I couldn't do it. I struggle in the morning 
trying to swallow. I take a bunch of pills to reverse all the bad things I do to my body. So I take like a, a multivitamin, oh, a yeah. lysine, cysteine, a biotin, Propecia, Rogaine. Oh my gosh. I take all kinds eat of shit. Eat a banana. Yeah, I just eat all. Well, that John, that would be na- a natural thing. I like synthetic pharmaceuticals at all times. But no, that's Broken tough to do. Uh, more, than, more than one. But one pill, I can do it. You just have to like inch it down. It just inch it down yeah. your throat. Just, just take it and. Wait, you said pill, right? Oh no, yeah. I can't do that. Oh, we're talking about something. Else. Swallow a pill. Oh. Oh no, that's disgusting. Black or white? Can uh, you swallow no, a pill without water? Yeah. Yeah. But You're a man's I need, man. I you can probably do everything like, on this list. Can't have cotton mouth. No, 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 no. The, the salting challenge. Oh God, I would never win. Well, Corrado. All right, number five. Do we like this list? Number four. I, I like it. I think that you can do most of these, probably all of them. You're a I man. I can't break down a door. You could. You're a big guy. You got big guns. Oh, dude, I've tried to break down doors. I'm 185 pound nothing. Yeah, 185 pounds of muscle. That's I want true. someone breaking down my door. If I had to choose between the LAFD and John Hassinger, I'm calling the man down a paper bar because that ginger is guaranteed to break that shit down. I'm going to call my locksmith friend. <laughs> Number four, peel a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. Pretty easy. The guy who actually wrote this list said do it with one hand yeah. in three seconds. I'm like, I can't fucking do that. That's like, I don't know if I'd want to. I think that's unique to that man. I think so. Yeah, call your wife Betty without having an erection while you're on the phone with your mother. Sir, are you just making up things about your list? Is this your life? Ooh. All right. Uh, number six. You should be able to make a paper airplane. I can't do that. I, nope. I fuck it up every time. I miss a step. It's like a math problem. Yeah, I can't do a paper airplane. Always wanted to. I always thought that would be yeah. cool to have make little like rockets to throw in class, but I can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, I just God. get frustrated and make a paper ball and throw it at someone as I get caught. Yeah, really. Just I'm like a, a bad ball. terrorist. Yeah. I make a bomb. Yeah, right. Number seven. <laughs> Sorry, this fucking mic is driving me nuts. I can't get it to the right place. Oh, my gosh. I think we're good right there. Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, my gosh. Number seven. Instead of doing the generic moo when imitating a cow, learn how to do the actual sound a cow makes because if you can pull that off in a crowded elevator and no one knows it's even you I'm, I'm, I'm doing You're doing a it whale. good. I'm doing a whale. <laughs> what is that? that was it's my a whale. whale sound. I'm doing a raptor. <laughs> so that was uh, that was the interesting list. list. That was That's cool, man. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close there with a lot of them. Felt like we hit the mark yeah. on a lot of those Mr. Uh, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. 
Mr. Cantel snap, um, hanging the uh, page out of the floor. We're at the 30-minute mark. You want to take a quick commercial break and, and slice back with some more ginger? You want to plow through? Yeah, let's uh, take a break. i got to pee and fill up my agua. Yeah, I'm wearing a diaper, but I do have to – I mean, I have to use a bathroom. So, tweet us at the Underscore Podcast. We also return immediately. Displace this. I like when you get involved in something like that that's addicting. Because it's boop, boop, boop. We're watching a Facebook ad. Dude, I have the uh, Andre the Giant document. Andre the Giant documentary, you've posted something about that, man. I'm really curious about that. Is that something that I can watch myself? No, Matt. I have it just for me. His estate, the, his French chateau estate. He's French. He's French. Sorry, I'm eating uh, milk chocolate matzos. Ooh, I'm gonna Oh, gefilte fish. Oh my gosh. Ooh, oy vey, Jewish goodbye. I'm leaving now. How you doing? Andre the Giant documentary is on HBO uh, right now. Um, it started at 10 o'clock, so I just threw it on. How is it? Well, I mean, we've been doing the show. It's on in the background. I'm talking to Mean Gene Okerlund right now. Mean Gene <laughs> Okerlund! Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Let me tell you something. Let me ask you something, John. Who do you like better, Mean Gene Okerlund or Bobby the Brain? Heenan. So. And then. This weed really doesn't uh, munch. He's like crazy. Yeah, man. You better stop raising up that split motherfucking weight. I have to go to my reserve stash. Ooh, the slush fund. Uh, Bobby the Brain. Easily the greatest of all time. Right? Pretty good. I think he's the best ever. No one, no one like added to the theater of it better than Bobby because he played the villain, so he was different than the the main guy calling all the you know the play by play. Yeah, he had a you know, spin he, to you it. You heard of the long arm of the law? The big boss man has the long hand of the law. That's what I IRS told me. He can take more bribes. From people that have parking trouble and uh, ticketing here. You and should there. never talk IRS about anybody <laughs> having their hand out. You of all people. Now come Let me tell on. Tell you what IRS told me. And he had such charisma, you know. And like you, you always like like to watch him, even if you hated who he was promoting. And he was also a manager of some guys. And right. You want to talk to somebody? You talk to me. He's gonna do all his talking in the ring. You talk to me. You want to talk about the final chapter? I'll be glad to talk about the final chapter. The final chapter in the life and history and the career of Hulk Hogan. See, because it's over, Hogan. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. You had three good years. You can't laugh at that. You were lucky. You made some money. You got a cartoon. You got some dolls. You rode good. You, you know, had a good. He, like, popped in. Yeah. He would come down. Then he would sit ringside and announce... And his other guys would come down and help the Heenan family. Remember, that's what they were called. 
Right, the Heenan family. Uh-huh. How exciting was it before we watched a uh, a WrestleMania or any kind of pay per view event, oh, and you know you you just get like uh, you sit down, it's getting ready to start, you've already been waiting like forty minutes, and then you see like Mean Gene Okerlund, you know, down on the floor ready to announce the first fight, and then it, and here it come, and the lights get dark, and <sighs> there's, some, there's something to be said about that. It's a lost art form, you know. I, I don't think it'll ever do it for me again, like it was. Yeah, you know, as a kid, yeah, something right, special me about too. It. Something for some reason I see like behind the curtain, and it's right. It's kind of like even that isn't very interesting. Even knowing it's not real and how it all works, it's like uh, the guys they have now aren't interesting. CM Punk, he caught my eye yeah. for a little while, then they fired him or he quit or some, whatever. Something there's some shenanigans. Yeah, but I remember you and I watching WrestleMania 9. They were in uh, Caesar's Palace, and it was outside for part of yeah. it. It was daylight, and then by night it was dark. That was such a was cool, your house? unique uh, WrestleMania. Oh, it was great. With all those, yeah. Uh, yeah, the outside, was, it was different. You know, it was almost like a concert or something, yeah. but then they're wrestling. It was, yeah. it was really interesting. It was really sexual. It was very salacious. Yes, it was very bittersweet. We do a little, uh... Oh, yeah. Standings in the NBA as the season has come uh, to a close. It's the final countdown. And we've been saying it all season, but now it's true because the playoffs start Saturday, and here are the (laughs) matchups. Number one, Raptors will face number eight, Wizards. Number two, Celtics will face number seven, Heat. Yeah, Celtics win there. Number three, the number three seed in the East, your Philadelphia 76ers, will face the Milwaukee Bucks. And number four, now. Sponsor John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John. Sponsor John. Amazing. What's going on with Philly, man? Villanova, Sixers, Eagles, even the Flyers. Flyers. Phillies have a young pen going on. It's a, it's uh I know city's a melting pot man. We've won six it's in a, a powder row. keg. <laughs> it's a powder won keg. Six in a row, two sweeps in a row. Uh, it's really really exciting. Uh, over it's in incredible. the West, which Ooh. I believe there are still some games going on right now currently. So nothing has completely. F- I think, dude. I think the Jazz. No no no. Oh, the okay. Wolves. The Wolves and. Some other team are battling it out for the uh, final spot in the West. But if, yeah. I think if the Wolves win and they make it in, it'll be Rockets, Wolves, Warriors, Thunder. Okay. Kevin Durant against his old yes. team with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook salivating for revenge. Uh, Hello, salivating for blood. That would be a great matchup. Blazers, Spurs, Jazz, Pelicans. It's exciting, man. Who who do you pick? It's too early to say, but you you, you think the uh, 
you're still kind of sizing up the dick before well, you make an assumption. Listen to this. The Warriors <laughs> not only are going to have to play the, the Thunder, you know, Durant's old team. Right. Steph Curry is out until the second round of the playoffs with a broken yeah. ankle. So he has to play them without one of the best players in the NBA. He, dude, the Warriors are Will that mobilize them? They are oh, jiggly. Yeah. yeah, they certainly are squirrely. But they have... And feverish. The Esperience, they are the champions. But I'm going to go out on a limb here because... Ooh, I'm going to treat them. This guy has never... Neither of them have proven themselves in the playoffs. But... That happens to a lot of guys, and then with experience, they eventually do it. I think Chris Paul and James Harden are just going to play lights out, and the guys they got around them are so good now. Yeah, they're hungry. They are just unbelievable. Yeah, they're hungry. You can tell. They're hungry when they play. They got something to prove, and they're, they, you know, they're not messing around. And wouldn't that be amazing? Just like that, that warrior dynasty is done. It's finished. It's, it's, it's no longer this team that everybody's afraid of, like the other teams have stacked up against them. Right, or they do what the Lakers do, and they, they, that dynasty ends, and they cool off for like two years, and they come back with a vengeance. Oh my and gosh. it's another like, oh, they're back, but it's like a fresher kind Bloodier. of, uh, yeah, which I could see that happening because they still have some of the core guys and the younger players on there. It's interesting yeah, when a yeah, team does true. that too. You know, the Lakers did it, the Patriots did it at one point. Yeah. Um, you see these teams cool off. Uh, Phillies have certainly done it from you know 2003 to back to 2007. Jack you know, they me. were good with. You know, they were fairly good in the early 2000s with Tommy and Abreu and and uh, and. Um, yeah. uh, who's the other guy? Uh, the other guy. Mike Lieberthal. Lieberthal. Right. And they had a uh, number you know, twenty-four catching Mike Lieberthal. I never took him seriously, He's ladies and gentlemen. The catcher, player. Mike Lieberthal. You're like, I think he's an accountant. And then <laughs> I know. I was like, this isn't his full-time job. Yeah, Pat Burl. Yeah. Once he showed up, good-looking left dude. Fielder. Number five, Pat the Bat Burl. Class act, Pat Burl. He was a class act, too. Remember when he went to... uh, him out of the city. (laughs) I know, but remember when he went to Tampa and he came back and he hit a home run and he... uh, he he took his hat off walking around. He was a he was a There's gentleman. There's a fastball driven by Lieberthal to left field, and the Phillies win it. Mike Lieberthal was. Not only did he get to be on one of our, to be on our World Series championship team, but he contributed big time. He had a bunch of home runs in all the playoff series. You know. Yeah, he was he was really good. He showed up. He he like didn't suck in the playoffs. He didn't ride a good team to a championship. He contributed. He whipped his blue vein diamond out on the table, chopped That's it off. Said, I'll be coach. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Speaking of the Flyers, the hockey playoffs start tomorrow. And Clark, how crazy is this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The wild Dick me. Jets. Dick me. 
the Wild and the Jets face off tomorrow seven. Uh, Exciting. The Flyers face. Do you know who they play in the first round? Poems. Golden. The Golden Knights. No, they're not even. They could only meet in the Stanley Cup, which would blow my cerebral cortex. Oh, that would just vertex my hemorrhaging spinal bifida. Dick me. Oh my gosh. Flyers, Penguins. Flyers have to take on the champions of the world. So I expect a clean sweep or the underdog. The underdog comes back. What if, like, Chris Long comes out first game? He's got the dog mask on. (laughs) Could you imagine? I would love to see that kind of. uh... Hully gully going on down there, that kind of showmanship oh, from dude. other teams, other sports. You're I love when they, they cross over. When you see like you see like McNabb at like the Phillies game, you're like, this is great. Uh Carson Wentz tweeted to I think he just oh, he tweeted something like, you know, rehab's going good, legs getting strong, gotta trust oh. the, gotta trust the process. Uh right nice. at, at Joel Embiid and Embiid like responded. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool, man. I know. I was like, God. That's what you like to see. They know they're such big stars. And yeah. uh, they're all like good dudes. Yeah, that's. I love seeing that too. I love seeing it especially with other – I like seeing it with athletes and other you know, superstars and all that. But seeing it in different sports of the same city show a little love you know, because they all got the same fans for the most part. And it's just a cool thing to see. Like when uh, – you know, the, when I go look at test drive a Toyota at Thompson Toyota and like Jeff Hassinger will tweet me like, hey, you know, check out the SE one. And I'm just like, hey, man, bro. You know, like, I mean, it's different, but it's kind of the same. He's a he's an innovator. He's an innovator. It's like when you hear that, you know, Joey and Chandler and Ross and Rachel <laughs> and Monica and Phoebe are all actually friends in real life. They're, it really blows your same mind. Same kind of satisfaction. Right or or Eminem has was in the show Entourage, and in real life you realize that like was his actual Entourage in the show, and that things like that actually exist. Oh, we need we need an Entourage, oh but it needs to be a really potato. shitty Entourage. Like it's the guy from the liquor store with me and the Seven Eleven guy, and they're like, "Hey Matt, let me get you a smoke," and I'm like, "Well, well, 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 well. they're not allowed in the house." Seven Eleven guy. Liquor store guys always walk. And our Vegas Golden Knights take on the Los Angeles Kings. Those are the three games in hockey tomorrow. Flyers, Penguins, Wild, Jets, Kings, Knights. Isn't it crazy? The Kings play the Knights. Yeah, it's crazy based on the alliteration verbal sense of the form. But the Kings and the Knights um, is like the newest rivalry. We were big Kings fans when we were kids. Right. And now we're Knights fans, and now they're playing each other in the first round of the playoffs. It's it, just it, such it, a lost episode. It really it really is Linus-esque because we love the Kings as a kid. I should love the Kings and the Sharks just based in California teams called Kings and Sharks. True. But I love the, I love the Knights. Yeah. And the, 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 the Las Vegas Golden Knights and Vegas. the Los Angeles Kings are the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. Sorry. They're like it's like the newest rivalry too. That's Ooh. like a rivalry thing going on here now. Is it's like a rival. Like they, they play them at the bars over like other games because people will come out to places they don't really go to watch it. LA it's fun versus Vegas. 
who's the most superficial in the world? Yeah. L.A. versus Vegas. Which one of your fans will leave earlier, whether it's the first period or the beginning of the second, on their phones to go do something else? Oh Las Vegas Golden Knights or Los Angeles Kings? How many fans are not on their cell phones for the entire game? How many Tweet fans something. will check in but not even be there? <laughs> How many fans will Instagram hashtag first world problems while they're getting a cheesesteak out of a trunk that I'm selling illegally? Can oh, I great. move over to baseball? Uh, Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah, we have some teams off the crazy starts in baseball, mm. like a bunch. Yeah, and slow starts, too. Hmm. Dick me. Who, who, who are your slow starts? Dick me! The Orioles haven't been doing as well as Dick I me! thought they would, given their, they're not oh hitting gosh. the bats like I anticipated. Dick me! They, uh, they are down four and eight. Yep. But, uh... Dude, people aren't even going to their games this year. It's sad. The Red Sox, if they won, I can't find them, but they were destroying the Yankees like eight to one. Their record will be nine and one right now. They have the best record in the bags. Oh my uh, gosh! Yankees five. And That's six. a lot of cottage cheese. Did you hear about Giancarlo Stanton serving? Yeah, from two, you. Two. He did it again. Oh yeah. for five. Five strikeouts. A slump that is better off swallowed early on than midseason, is my opinion. Get it out of the system now. True. That's my opinion. I feel like uh, any of these lulls should be dealt with like by the hand of Joshua early on in the season and not, you know, he'll get it. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. As long as you can balance it, it's like... It doesn't really matter when you get hot as long as you do in October if we're there. Right. Yeah, like Reggie Jackson used to do. Like you know, Ryan, he could be on all these slumps Jimmy. or like Jimmy. Like Joe Morgan, Red Machine. Ryan Howard. He Chase wasn't Utley. fucking around and yeah, exactly. Well, Utley was on all the time. Yeah. World champion Astros nine and two. Indians are six and five. Uh, Pirates eight and two, Diamondbacks eight and two, Mets eight and one. I the know Mets. I think though. Oh my uh, gosh! Meet the Mets, meet the Mets. The Phillies won this evening six to one against the Reds on a grand slam by Kingery. Aye, Kingery. I love it. His name is Kingery. Kingery. I don't know his first name. I'll Please dabble forth your knightage from the Kingery, sir. Yeah. Keep going with the cards. <laughs> Dick me! I, just kidding. I, just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding too. Shut I still have a lot down. to go. I just like oh shut up and walk around for half an hour. Keep that thing in. I need water. It's all. Your, I'm just thirsty. Get your water. Just... I'll get these. Already. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine too. Hold on. Oh, we'll do yours tonight. We'll do mine next time. No, no, no. We'll do both. All right. No okay. mistakes. Clark's going to go take a... Uh, let me make sure that... Dick me! Record. That would be really bad. <laughs> Still recording. Um, so the top three in each uh, league 
in the fake, in the fake league, it's the Red Sox, Astros, Indians, in the National Mets, Pirates, D-backs. As much Ooh. as I hate seeing the Mets at the top, yeah, I hate seeing the Nationals be at the top. They've been mm. at the top for the past like since we gave it up. I don't even consider them like a real team. You know, I still Mm-mm. don't. Nope, just can't stand them. No, nobody's a Nationals fan. Noodle. It's like being a Rays fan. Noodle. All right, baseball um, roulette. Yeah, baseball roulette, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for baseball roulette, where John and I each pick a random card from our baseball collections. We tell you the name the brand, and the number. And we tell you what that baseball player would be doing based on their looks had they not been a baseball player. Would be doing based on their looks had they not been a baseball player. And I'm excited for this because we haven't done this in about a year. And I'm, I'm all lubed up and the, ready to poke. The brand and the number? I don't know if we've ever done that. I just felt like I'm just trying to spice things up a little bit. We tell you the horoscope and the man's dating preference and if his dad was racist or not. We basically want to give them enough information so they can look it up on some sort of price guide. Or, uh, no. Or on, Google On it. the internet and uh, see how accurate our description, description of them is if they weren't a baseball player and had a normal job, what kind of person. Uh, they, how is it always so hard to say this? Yeah, you open up another tab on your browser now, on your phone, and you Google the person that we, we pick. You look at their Google image picture, and we're going to tell you what we think they should be doing based on their um, right. select your looks, right? not their occupation of a professional ball player. Yes. John's going to be uh, slicing up a card first. And it doesn't even need to be what they what their job would be. It could just be who, what kind of person are they. Their wants, their needs. Yes, um, I have right here pa- Padres catcher from uh, 1983 to 87. This is obviously the 89 or 88 card. Bruce Bochi. <laughs> and my goodness gracious, Bruce Bochi, if he was not a major ligger, he was easily Tom Selleck's stunt double. Oh, Bruce Bochi. Look at him. He's even got some guns. Like, he could be he, he's, a stunt double. He's definitely a stunt double. If he was not moonlighting as a stunt double or even daytiming as a stunt double, he would be the assistant manager at the local meatpacking plant in Almsworth, Nebraska, where his daddy and his daddy before him lived. And that is Bruce Bochi. Bruce Bochi. I kind of like this brown Padres hat. I do, too. I was just thinking that. Um... Who do you have? Did you get anybody? Got it. All right. This is random. I don't know who this is, but you're going to tell us the occupation of Topps Toronto Blue Jays, Rick Leach, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Leach is uh, he's an he's an outfielder and a first baseman, apparently. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. Mr. Mr. Rick Leach. Can you see that okay? Hmm. Can we put some more light on? Um, I'm Googling it. Okay. Like- like Rick Leach, tops number 716, Toronto Blue Jays. Rick Leach, 
Rick Leach was a women's basketball coach for the local oh middle school gosh. until there were too many complaints about him, and now his lawyer cannot tell you anything else because there's no comment. We don't know what Rick's doing oh right now, but he's gosh. been subsequently suspended oh my from the school. He's got that kind of mustache going on. So oh, my gosh. Dead on. Oh, like my Rick gosh. Leach was a janitor that became, like, too close with the students and then got, like, in trouble for being with them when they were doing something illegal. And <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yo, you were a good guy. You were just really dumb. Yeah, he was cool, Like he, but he became too cool where yeah. they're like, yo, Leeds will do it, and he would smoke the cigarette with you. And kind of like outstep his bounds a little bit. Like I'm gonna IM you this funny picture I just found of him on the uh, on the web of Rick where, Leach. Where he looks exactly like we just described. He's nice but dumb. He's a dumb. Nice guy. but dumb. Yeah, right. Probably funny in high school, but a little off right now. I'm gonna uh, pull looking up. Card. Oh yeah. But I find these cards. Oh, sometimes definitely. Look they, at him. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? All right. It's all right. Rick Leach. Dale Svem. S Dale Svem? S-V-E-U-M uh, on the Milwaukee Brewers. Looks like now he's on the Cubs. Back then, he looked like... A big, huge dork in high school that had stupid hair. He was the guy in the group that, not that everybody made fun of, but, oh, the, one, yeah. but the one that no one wanted to be caught alone with. Oh, definitely. Look at that. After, look at that. That five o'clock shadow. He, you. It's like he. He looks like he cries in. a lot at, at, in his car. Like when he's driving, he cries. He's a crier to Neil Diamond. He's a he's a crier. Oh my gosh! Does Dale Leach look like he's a crier? <laughs> Dale Spem. Dale, uh, Dale Spem. Dale Spem. Combined. What a name. here. Dale Spem. He. Yeah, he's. He's not. He's, he's kind of like kind blends of. in. He blends in, so you don't really notice him. But when you're alone with him, you're like, uh. It's intense. His eyes are kind, but not forgiving at the same time. Kind and he likes, he likes his coffee black. He definitely does black coffee, but lots of sugar. That's the kind of man that Dale Svem is. No cream. No. And if he, you put cream in it, he'll pretend to, to drink it, but he really pours it down his crotch. Does Vail, Dale Svem cry often? Yes or no? <laughs> Tweet us the underscore podcastle, John JDH two seven two PSU. All right, I'm gonna pick one, John. Gotta hashtag the shit out of this. Next on that, oh, this is a gem. Oh, oh my gosh! Cena. Tops three seven eight, a catcher for the Boston Red Sox, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Rader. Dave R A D E R. Dave Rader is a guy that you're going you're gonna to let watch your sons when you're going on fishing if he can't go, but you're not going to let him watch your daughters. But he's going to probably take the, the sons fishing later. You trust him to teach him the facts of life. You don't really teach him to spend any time with, it, with, with your daughter. And not in a perverted way. He's just more of a, an outdoorsy man's man. He doesn't have time for that. He thinks it's he's, his words, not mine. It's gay. So that's, that's Dave Rader. Sorry. 
<clears throat> I was uh, oh my tweeting gosh. that, and I realized the wording of it had to be right, so it's not offensive. You have to be a wordsmith of, of smithereen. I don't want to say, oh does my Dale Svem look like, does Dale Svem cry a lot? You have to say, does Dale Svem look like someone who cries a lot? Yes. I'm not saying Dale does. I'm just saying he looks like someone no. who does. Don't want to get sued. Want to protect the uh, protector bases. Respect Dale. Now, who the hell were you talking about? Dave Rader? Mr. Dave Rader, former catcher for the Boston Red Sox. He's a gentleman that, if he can't go fishing with you, even if you didn't invite him, he still wants to go. He'll gladly watch your sons and throw the ball around with them, but not your daughters, because that's not a manly thing to do, according to his world. Dave Rader will spend way too much time mowing the lawn and doing yard work on Saturday. Just oh yeah, to uh, suck up sunlight alone, right? And the music is playing from uh, an FM dial radio that's not tuned completely to the right mark on the station. So there's a little bit of static all day long, and uh, frequency bandwidth um, uh, noise Dave from his radio. Rader actually t- looks like someone who in CBS is going to buy a razor and doesn't know that they're locked up. And when he finds the razors, he tries to pry the box himself to pull a razor out of the thing. The alarm goes off. He walks out as someone comes to help him, embarrassed, and leaves the store. <laughs> Dave, Dave Rader's a guy that Looks when like they forgot they forgot to take the tag off of a shirt at Macy's, a club room shirt at Macy's when he left, it explodes and he sues the company saying he was burned by it because he doesn't want to work anymore. But the oil's... The oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. do one more here. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's each do let's do one more from you and then and then I'll do one more. All right. Um. Dave Raider. By the way, tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think about these baseball cards and suggest some old. Yeah. Oh my god. Some old cards. We can Do look at some old thing. players. Do your own oh thing. Let us know. We'll, uh, we'll read them out. Oh, my we'll gosh. Tag you. We'll tweet you. Jose Rijo. Okay. Uh, How do you spell Rijo? R-I-J-O. All right. Looks like someone who tells you, I can get you tinted, Ooh, right. tinted <laughs> car window at the price you'll never find anywhere else. Uh, when and then when you go to follow up with him, he acts like he doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jose, Rio, Jose Rio is a guy that your friend of a friend bought to a new brought to a New Year's Eve party, and when you mention something about music, he's like, "No, my uncle actually was a guy that wrote that." Later, yes. you meet him in a hardware store on Tuesday, and he has no fucking clue what you're talking about. But as you walk away, he looks at you, and you realize he knows exactly what you're talking about, and you just called him out on it. That's Jose Rio. And that's, that hardware store's in, in the outskirts of Cincinnati, by the way. He also looks like a guy that would try to tell someone at a party that he was Bo Jackson. Right. Kind and the reason that like you don't hear about it is because of hashtag fake media. And you say, no, it's fake news. And he goes, not where I come from. And you go, don't understand the reference, sir. That's what he does. All right. Jose Rio actually struck out nine in uh, World Series Game Four. When the hell did the Reds win? Oh God, I think that was in like 1990 when they beat the A's. Oh, good call. 
He's a rookie. Here's the uh, last card of the night. This is <laughs> Topps number. So he's a World Series champ, this uh, Jose Rivas. Yeah. You picked a good one there. Yeah. You, Shock. By the way, you don't have any more of the cards from Agnew's, Agnew's stash, do you? Are those all opened? I think there's like one pack unopened, maybe two somewhere. You're going to keep it, oh keep it preserved? God, dude, they're showing Andre's like knee like right after surgery. He's like sitting there rubbing it, and it's so oh my gosh. swollen. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh, my gosh. Just imagine doing surgery on that guy's knee. I'd be afraid oh, to. The an- I read the anesthesia of that guy. They they could they had to. It was like a science to get that right. Yep. It was just think, he's too big. They were afraid of killing it. People didn't want to touch him because it was just too much like anesthesia. Last one of the night. Tops oh. card number five forty two. Ladies and gentlemen, please introduce yourself to the San Francisco Giants. Dwayne Kipper, and that's D U A N E. Last name is K U I P E R. Dwayne Kipper. And he was a – he bats left. He throws right. I think they have his position on here. But he looks like a man. Oh, he's second base. He looks like a man who was substitute teaching for your English teacher that day and decides halfway through he doesn't want to do this anymore. Wow. You took part of the veins from my – Your blue diamond cutter. Boner. Because – I was going to say he looks like a guy who's made it to the major leagues, but he all he really wants to do is tour with his band. Right? He wants he doesn't, to he quit looks like baseball and tour with his like real shitty band. It's like Oh yeah. Good. Yeah, it's like the, they're called like the Velveteen Habits or something stupid. Like he's just because my first thought and I wanted to be more creative for the listeners, but my god's honest first thought was he doesn't want to be there. Right. He looks, he looks like, like he doesn't want to be there. Like he's crying. Like look, like Gabe Gross. He's fucking crying. He looks like someone who is just always quitting. Right. He's, yeah. I, I don't know if this is for me. Sir, it's only been a day. I'm sorry. I have a medical illness. Oh, yeah, right. You didn't tell it during the interviews, but you got one now. I'm, uh, right. I'm having, uh, having second thoughts. Second thoughts. Velveteen habit. Velveteen habits. Did you just throw that out there now? Yeah, I just, I just made that up. Damn. On the dick. Damn, damn, damn. Um, well, but I yeah. Think, is that all we have? Is there any news? I heard your boy in the Apple Dick feed uh, got shot at, or one of his guys got shot. What? Mayweather. Uh, yeah, the Apple Dick feed. The Apple Dick feed. Dick feed. The apple dick feed, dick sheet, 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 dick yeah, I, I, uh, he, they're not fucking around with that. He was on camera. I mean, assaulting people in they're New York. They're gonna destroy him. They're gonna. They don't make mess him around. Broke. He's gonna lose all his money. There's so many think, people that are gonna sue him. I, I think he's already. I watched his Notorious the other night, and uh, like Piscardi said, it's, it's. You can only watch so much of a, of a half-naked Irish guy running around, but he's, he's. Uh, it's a poor production. Is it poor production? Yeah. I, I thought so. Yeah, I, knew I didn't it. think I, I wasn't blown away. I thought it was I thought it was amateur. Like too early. 
too early. They rushed it. Too, too early. Yeah. He's, he's like still, I mean, he's kind of like in his prime. He's like at the peak of his popularity. Now begins the downfall. Right. The inevitable yeah, it, downward spiral. Tyson's documentaries are good. Ooh. This Andre is just, it looks really, really good. I can't wait to. Uh, yeah. Let's slice it up, slice man. Up. Yeah, man. Let's watch it and then let's review it on the show because that. E- no. I'm glad. I'm, I'm coming. I'm co- I can't. I can't. No, I mean I came over your house to watch Sports a movie. <laughs> that was that was that was crass. That was vulgar. That was inappropriate. It was art. It was great. It was, art. It was artworks. At the end of good, honestly, the under, <laughs> tweet us at the tweet us at the under good podcast. The under Someone's had a couple too. Too many Bloody Marys tonight. <laughs> I'm not drinking that. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Thanks to the sponsor, Livewood Media, Corzana Liquor and Spirits, and yes. excellent segment of Sports with John's very own baseball roulette, as oh. well as the rest of the show. From the gentleman in charge of Dave Cooper's band's acoustic, sound testing, and musical engineering, Jonathan Astinger, to the man in charge of his mustache cream when he doesn't even have a mustache. I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. McCombs. God. Speed.
Oh my gosh.